Is he? Yeah. Oh, it is it's like three dudes, right? Um, yeah, it's uh Yeah. They uh, one of the, I don't know any of their names besides Andy Sandberg, which is hilarious cuz remember Norm Norm McDonald was like, "It's Andy Sandberg and the other two. Yeah. Well, Dorma Tacone is the one that like is the director. He directed MacGruber. Did he also direct uh Popstar? Probably. The, all three of them are in that movie too. We should rewatch that. Yep. That was a pretty good one. Anywho, how how was your day? I haven't seen you. It's uh it's been cold and raining. Nose is freezing right now. How is your nose always cold? I've never once been even when I've been up in the snow, my I've never been like, Wow, my nose is cold. I get cold nose first. I don't I don't know why. Yeah, cold cold nose disease, C and D. I uh my hands are cold too, I mean if that if that helps. Not mine, dude. I'm a man. Slightly distracted, uh, collecting, uh, trying to build my towers right now. Yeah. Uh, tap tower. <coughs> Don't mind me. So I was at uh, Panda Express before I came here, and then I was like, "Can I get the Beijing beef?" And it's like served with um, the beef, and then it has onions and peppers and shit in it and yeah, veggies. Which is interesting because you asked for Beijing beef, not Beijing beef and and extra bullshit and tomatoes and onions. Well, and so I go, hey, is there any way I could get like a little less of the veggies? And she goes, oh, it doesn't come with veggies. It's just the beef, the onions, and the peppers and all that. And I was like, and I literally was like, oh, okay, sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Thank, uh, so I was like, I guess. And then, of course, I opened my bowl up because I just got the bowl. And there's three pieces of Asian beef and then a fuck ton of the onions and well, the veggies, essentially. Well, yeah, you asked for extra veggies, so. So they just delivered what you asked for. Yep. The real problem here is the consumer. Yeah, the problem exists between computer and chair, basically. You were not clear with your order on what you wanted. It's a rookie move, but, you know, you'll learn. So then I, to make up, I went to Dairy Queen right afterwards. And you got their Beijing beef Sunday, or? <laughs> no, there's too many onions in it. Uh, by the way, the people in front of me were ordering dinner. No ice cream. Yeah, I said this last time, and you went to Dairy Queen. I, I I just don't know anyone that's like, let me roll up to Dairy Queen and get the the cheeseburger and fries from Dairy Queen. Yeah, that just seems. Uh, well, even their chicken strips look like worse than the Tyson ones you'd get from the freezer. It's not a good look. Yeah. Um, um we you know, it, chicken strips are interesting while we're on the subject because I I don't know if it's just I don't know like I don't like. Obviously, the chicken strips are frozen. Like, if you get chicken strips at, you know, wherever your preferred chicken strip location is, they're obviously frozen, and then they deep fry them before they give them to you. But when you make chicken strips... Sorry, I'm getting coaching notes on the microphone. Anyway, <laughs> about chicken strips, when you go to the store and you buy, like, a bag of, like, pre-frozen chicken strips, and you try to make those at home, they're just never good. It's like... No. I don't know what it is, but... I'm, you know what? Actually, there's one exception to that rule. When you go to like a friend's house and you'd sleep over in high school, the, somehow those hit really good. Um, I don't have that extremely specific experience, so I, I can't... There's nothing better than chime in on when that. you like spend the night at a friend's house in like high school, junior high, and then their parents are like, we got tombstone frozen pizzas. And you're like, hell yes. Never happened to you? No, I just remember one time in high school going over to Drew's house and his mom's like, we bought a pie. And then she cut a slice of it and gave it to Drew and then gave me the whole rest of the pie and goes, here's your slice, Rob. And I was like, Th thanks. That, 
It's fucked up. Savage mom moments. That's one. Of the, that's the thing. I was like, did you plan that on the on the way home? Because you knew I was gonna be here. She's like that fat fuck. I'm gonna get him good. <laughs> Here's the fucked up thing. Used to get bullied by parents. I just realized. Like, I don't even like pie, dude. That's if I can just chime in with that. Like, <laughs> that's not my. I've never had a pie that I liked. Well, we did. We did discuss this too recently. Uh, the only good pie is those shitty. Um, those like individually packaged slices of pie you get from uh, Burger King that they're not even really pies. It's, it's just like a cheesecake, Oreo cake. crust. Yeah, well, isn't it just like whipped cream and Oreo? Something like that. I don't know. I, I don't question you know what it's made out. I don't of. know I what it is, but uh, Burger King has amazing cheesecakes. Yeah, they're great. They I, have I haven't, Oreo. I haven't been to a Burger King in like maybe five years, but Burger King is not high on my list of preferred uh, fast food. Same, places. but I used to go. To, there was a really nice one uh, outside of Barstow. You know, they have that whole shopping mall area, and they got the In and Out and all that. And if the In and Out no, line was too fat, then I would go there, and they had that's quality goods. Though. What's that? That's a settling torch right there. Where? I'm joking. Uh, speaking of which, I was going to get in and out for dinner tonight, and I don't know if you've seen that line, but it has evolved from the exit to, like, they roll the back of the, the line all the way to the uh, Corky's. So oh, the one over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's even bigger. It doesn't bigger. surprise me. Uh, I, I just, uh, I'm not going to wait longer than 15 minutes at max. Even then, I'm, like, well, pissed off. Well, you're in a pandemic, so it's minimum 30 minutes for any drive through which is terrible. I think you, it's pronounced plandemic. I think you. Oh. Shit, <laughs> you miss you misspoke, but that's okay. Are did you were you at the Capitol that day? Uh, capital of what? The U.S. D.C. The U.S. of what? A. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see, I had uh, you know, if you, if we wouldn't be off to such a slow start if you could just focus. I'm focused, dude. I'm focused on building my towers and Taft towers. My God, Billy. Okay. Um, I went to Chick Fil A for dinner. Uh, they now sell their sauces in little, uh, like a ketchup bottle that you can take home. I was very confused by your text. I was like, bottle? And I asked for a bottle of ranch because they have a particularly good ranch there. If you're if you're a, a ranch aficionado like we are, and uh, I open my bag and of course it's the Chick Fil A sauce, which I was like, well, I never tried it. I'll give it a shot. Oh, it's awful. Not good. Yeah, not. But I've heard people say, oh, the Chick Fil A sauce, it's so good. So I was like, well, maybe this will be a winner. And then I texted. You and Joel and I was like, yeah, they, they screwed up and gave me the Chick-fil-A sauce, but you guys like that, right? And you guys are like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> I just have a useless bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce in my bag. It's now. like it's like honey mustard and mayo or I don't, the way it tastes to me. I don't it like good. it. good. I mean, that's all you need to know, really. Did you, how much did you try? Oh, just to, you know, put a little dab on my finger and did the did the tongue tap test. We had like a an office party thing at my uh, old gig and they got Chick-fil-A for everybody and the order was royally fucked up so nobody got what they ordered and then the person who went only got Chick-fil-A sauce for, like, six people. And everybody there but me was, like, stoked on it. They're like, yeah, Chick-fil-A sauce, it's so good. And the whole time I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And they were like, Willie, you don't put any sauce on your sandwiches? And I was like, no, I, I just reserve it for good sauces. No, I go in dry. <laughs> then everyone thinks you're weird, that you're, like, you're like, you deny their personal favorite sauce. Like, well, you just don't like sauce on your sandwich? And it's that's like, well, another I thing I just have my favorite. we were talking about the other day was that people look at you weird when you don't want, like, hot lettuce on your burger. Yeah, well, we're talking about like, I mean, I, I typically if I get a sandwich, I don't put lettuce or tomato on it because it becomes wilted lettuce instantly because you're putting it on a hot burger or chicken sandwich or whatever. Well, because so like the burger comes off, the burger's got, you know, greases and, and seasonings on it. And then that touches the lettuce and the lettuce comes out of a fridge. So it just makes the whole thing lukewarm and it brings down the temperature of the burger, too. So it's like people they go to In-N-Out, they're like, let me get animal style on my burger. Like, I hate that, too. 
you're also then committed to trusting fast food lettuce. Yeah, which, by the way, uh, the number one thing that gets taken off the menu at Chipotle all the time is their lettuce. Weren't so. they? Wasn't Chipotle like the progenitors of the uh, E. coli? The doo-doo lettuce. What was that called again? Uh, the lettuce itself. Was it? It is. Oh, E. coli. Oh, e. coli. Salmonella. Okay. That's 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 the lettuce where you take a shit and don't wipe correctly, and then you get it all over your hands, and then you touch the lettuce, right? Yeah. But that's, the, w- that's how that spreads. It right? was the is a specific type of lettuce. What do they have? Uh, I'm not gonna tell you. It was an iceberg. I'll tell you that much. Doo doo lettuce. <laughs> it was doo doo lettuce. Um. Yeah. No, I'm no no thank you for that. But by the way, like how awful would that be? Like you're already gonna have the Chipotle shits, and then it, like you got like an illness the Chipotle from a food. Shits. We uh, you were also a, a food handler carrying uh, citizen card. I mean, at McDonald's, that's about as. Yeah, but remember how like the the foodborne illnesses, like all that the two hour, I don't even remember most of them now. But yeah, I the danger say, zone. No, I, don't, I do not remember those for what it's worth. Do you know your cooking temperatures? You got to pull yeah, meats you off. Gotta, it. You got to cook it at like four hundred and twenty degrees <laughs> centigrade. Your meat needs to be above sixty nine degree above sixty nine degrees for yeah. it to be edible, and then what needs to be above and below? Because it's sixty nine. Now I am curious. Why did you put on land of the lost? Um, I don't know. I was just looking for something. And then you landed on Land of the Lost. Okay. It popped up, and I was like, I remember this being funny in like the first 10 minutes. Uh, the scene that's coming up next is pretty funny where he's like, I'm just going to die, and he puts his hand in his pants like he's just going to jerk off before he dies. There's a couple good bits in this movie. I mean, it's not... It's from the... Um, there was that era of like Will Ferrell. I feel like Will Ferrell and his homies were kind of losing out to Judd Apatow and his like crew of people. And... Um, he kind of put out some like less than stellar movies for a while there. And this was one of those, but it, I, it's still, I, I don't know. I don't know. People really have strong opinions on Will Ferrell. And I always thought he was pretty funny. I don't think everything he does knocks it out of the park, but like I'm on his team for sure. I did not try that Eurovision movie at, at all. Oh, I have no interest all. in that. That's a good point. Or the Holmes and Watson. I remember being like, Oh, I'll check that out. Cause it's John C. John C. Riley's great also. But, um, I've seen some reviews of that, that I'm where I'm like, Oh, that's, that looks bad. That looks like something where they were under contract and they had no choice but to be in that movie. Well, I also think his wife is Scandinavian, so like, uh, he was doing that to like appeal to them, maybe. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's a. I don't know about that. I haven't heard anything about that, but it that sounds about his wife. It sounds weird enough to be true, I guess. I think she's from Finland or Iceland or one of those lands. I'd like to see him get at least one last good. Like, like, actually good movie in, because it seems... I mean... You say least, that like he's going to die. Also, rest in peace, Larry King. Yeah, that was kind of a weird... Well, I guess it, it shouldn't be unexpected, because the man is old. He looks like the Crypt Keeper, but, like... Or did, anyway. Now he really does, I guess. But, uh... I just feel like there hasn't really been a good banger of a Will Ferrell movie. I mean, what, what the last really good one, maybe, was Step Brothers? Like, was is there anything, like... I can't even remember. And that was, what, 2007? The House Eight? movie was pretty good. I no. thought that was funny, but it wasn't like. As I said that, I was like, "Not really." <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, it didn't have any like lasting effect on me at all. Uh, I mean, what else did he do after that? Like, was Step Brothers the last good Will Ferrell movie? Like, we after that, he immediately got sucked into those uh, shitty family with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, what were oh, those called? Step. I mean, those movies were financially successful. Daddy's Home. So at least I guess that's. I watched the second one with Mel Gibson because it was like a, technically a Christmas movie a couple years ago around Christmas, and it. I there, but I, I don't really remember anything from it, so I guess it w- must not have been that good. 
Mel Gibson's allowed to make movies again, huh? He has been for a while. I just it, it it really depends. Some people. Oh, the other guys was after Step Brothers. That's a good one. Oh, maybe that's probably then the other guys is probably officially the last like good. Here's a string of bad movies. That's an actually good movie that I still think holds up. We watched Get that Hard, something. Daddy's Home, Zoolander Two, Daddy's Home Two, Holmes and Watson, Lego Movie Two, and Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga. That's a fucking terrible run of movies. Get Hard should have worked. Because it's him and, and uh, Chris, Chris Hart. Chris Hart. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Chris Hart. <laughs> that's what you said. Who's Chris Hart? Chris Hart's a fucking wrestler. Okay, I was like, wait, yeah. Isn't that's it, it's Owen Hart and Chris Hart? I don't know. We, Drew would know we're not wrestling aficionados, but I use that word twice <clears> now. <throat> that's not a word you need to throw out every five minutes. Which one? Aficionado. Oh. Uh, he's a sommelier. Not a wrestling connoisseur. Adam McKay. Adam McKay's doing that new movie with uh, Leo. Well, Adam McKay like completely flip flopped on what he does because you know what he did. He did Step Brothers, right? And then fucking was just like, oh yeah, here's the. He big also short. did the other guys. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did the campaign, which is a pretty good movie. Yeah, that um, was a pretty funny movie. That one didn't really have any legs either, though. I feel like nobody. That's another um, Zach Galifianakis like was really big in like two movies. I mean, if you count the Hangover series as one movie, and then, I don't know, what well, he was in that Due Date. That Due Date, I thought, was pretty good with Robert Downey Jr. I've only seen that once. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, like, what? I mean, his career didn't really pan out. It's not that it didn't pan out, but it's <laughs> just, like, I don't know. Like, can you think of anything else he was in? Remember Dinner for Schmucks? That movie fucking sucked. And then a lot of good people in it. You know what's weird? That movie was awful, but everybody saw it, and that thing became a meme where it was, like, Zach Galifianakis, like, laughing, where he's, like, red in the face yeah that crying. weird laugh <laughs> where he's like not moving but he's laughing <laughs> yeah uh that, yeah that's the only thing people will know from that movie and i would guarantee you most people don't even know that's from that movie i feel like that's true of a lot of uh gifs that get shared over and over again where you're like there's no way people know the origin of that true um i was gonna ask uh how did you feel about the night stalker we watched that that was a i mean you know, we talked about this a little bit where it's like you watch some of these serial killer documentaries and we've entered this uh, new era where there's a real push to not glorify the serial killer and not not like make the documentary about them or their crimes, which kind of puts you in a weird position because you're like, well, OK, so you can either, you know, focus on the investigation or focus on the victims. And if you're focusing on the victims, that's fine. Obviously, they deserve to be heard because they were victims of these heinous crimes. But, like, that's just a bummer. And then it, it, they also, when you focus on the police investigation, that's not as exciting as they make it look. Like, Zodiac is such a good movie because they show how a police investigation can just get stalled out and, like, lead to all these dead ends, which is kind of... We talked about Night, Night Stalker, the documentary on Netflix. It, it has some similarities to Zodiac where it's just, like, they're completely baffled and they can't... Well, and that's also the other thing. Speaking of, they're completely baffled. They can't seem to catch this guy. They they miss on some very clear opportunities to stop him early on, and then they don't. So you're like, okay, I'm supposed to be rooting for these cops, but these cops kind of bungled this like every step along the way. I was gonna say, um, oh fuck, that sounds weird. There we are. Uh, they kind of play it off in the movie or in the documentary, and every episode there's always there this. We didn't catch him because of this, or we didn't. They do pass the buck quite a bit. Yeah, like. Whose fault is it that you guys like? Okay, so in the third episode, I think it was they set they set up a sting at this dentist's office because that Richard Ramirez guy keeps going in to get his teeth fixed, and they're like, "All right, well, we'll just put cops there twenty four seven. We'll put them as like um, the dental cleaning assistants." 
and then they set an alarm up so they can tap the button to let them know that they're there. And then he comes in like the next day, and the nope, the alarm doesn't work. It's like you guys didn't test it. Yeah. And then there's and they, the, again they tried to say like, well, that wasn't our fault. That was you know the other people. That was the yeah. It, no, nothing was those uh, Frank Salerno's fault or Gil. I don't know his last name, but um. Then the, the other thing was they had a car that was in lockup and they put it in the sun and then it burned off all the evidence from just sitting in the sun and baking basically. Um, the what was the other one? Uh, the shoe thing fucked everything up. Yeah, and I mean that one was the news lady's fault. Who, by the way, no no sorrow, no remorse. Even though no, yeah, she's just like, well, I had I had to do it. I had to get the story. I had to tell everybody. Here's his shoe. She size reminds and me of the chick from Scream. Oh yeah, uh, what's it, what's her name's friends. character? Yeah, the friends character lady. She's coming back for Courtney the new scream, and so is uh, her ex-husband. Like, that's going to be awkward, right? Because they met on the first scream and mm-hmm. got married and then made three more, and now they're making a fifth one, and it's like, I don't know how long they've been divorced, but that's got to be kind of a weird, like... Well, I guarantee you it's one of them in this one. Um, I guess. I don't know. What makes you it's think prob- that? Because in the uh, spoilers in the last one, it was like the niece of uh, the main character of the first one. Was uh, it? It was Julia Roberts' niece. Yeah, if it, what's her name? It's um, something Roberts. Emma Roberts. Yeah, that's right. By the way, that movie fucking sucks. The one with her and and uh, G- uh, James Franco's uh, Dave Franco. Oh, Nerve. Oh my god. You guys were watching that on TV the other day. Remember that movie came out like the weekend that one weekend that Pokemon Go was like really massive. Yeah, and mom was like, I liked that, and I was like, that was awful. Yeah, well, mom sucks at watching movies. <laughs> she has really bad taste. <laughs> Almost said it. Uh, so yeah, and then what was the, the but the the thing is that news uh the shoe thing broke and then they were pissed off at her and then that um and there was like seventeen more murders after that and it's like you're kind of responsible. Well, at one point the guy's like he's like uh, I asked my partner is it wrong that you know I I want to I I need him to like murder somebody again so that we can catch him because there is that sort of duality of like. Well, we ha- we're, we've hit a brick wall. We've run out of clues. If we would just kill one more person, we could add to our pile of clues. But it's like, you're not doing anything with the clues you have. You don't need them to kill any more people. A hundred percent. And I will say, though, that is pretty sketch that someone like he... And who knows how true that is, by the way, because if a cop is a cop and a, a cop's a cop, you know what I mean? But um, that story about how he was asleep at night, his family was gone, and then he woke up and he had like a weird panic attack and he had his gun out and all that, and then across the street a lady was raped. It's like... I believe that somebody was raped across the street, but I, I don't think that you had any... Uh, That's probably him narrativizing. Yeah, there's the no clairvoyance of what was going on or any indication. There's also... I feel like they don't really cover it that well in the new documentary that the best part of that story is that, like, somebody recognizes him on the bus and then suddenly every he, like, starts trying to hijack a car and everyone in the neighborhood comes out and they're like, That's a Night Stalker! And they start beating the shit out of him. Which is just, like... That's such a, like, a, a, a great moment. And they... And they kind of gloss i mean they don't gloss over it, but they, they don't really portray it they the didn't way. even they, yeah they well they they were more excited about like he ran across the freeway he ran into this neighborhood and all that it's like it's more interesting to me to have a lady try like she's getting carjacked and then this other dude comes up with a pipe wrench and just beats him over the head with it and then like he's running away and i don't know it's kind of cool that everybody in the neighborhood was like let's fuck this guy up yeah because the real story there is that the the cops were kind of inept and then Ultimately, it was the citizens that that got him into custody, and they yeah. kind of just gloss over that because the whole documentary is from the cops' point of view. Well, and if you remember, the cops did not want them to put the picture out, and the picture ultimately is what got him caught. Yeah, true. That's a good point. So, I didn't think about that. 
And also, I mean, I that was the one time I was like, well, maybe put the picture out because it's not like this guy can fix his teeth without going to a dentist, and the dentist is not going to, you know what I mean? Like, the description of him is pretty clear, and like he has bad teeth, he smells, um, and like the picture has the teeth in it and all that. So That's what like, every like surviving um, victim said. Was it like he had horrendous breath? And then another thing I knew from podcasts is apparently like he drank nothing but Coca Cola for like his entire life, so he just rotted his teeth out basically. Yeah, they, I don't. There's no if you Google Richard Ramirez and teeth, there's only one photo of him, and you can kind of barely make out because it's like from the '80s, but yeah. it's still pretty clear his teeth are fucked up. Speaking of like this type of stuff and photos, the other day at work, uh, I'm like going through my email and I, you know, I get CC'd on a lot of stuff because I'm the uh, legal Miss secretary CC? to uh, this one lawyer, and he's like emailing, you know, the our our client because we work for one of the cities. I forget which city it was, but I probably shouldn't mention what, which one it is anyway. I don't know. I'm 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 not really like sketch on like what am I allowed to talk about as far as like legality, but. So I, I feel like as long as you don't use anyone's name, it's like like doctors can talk about patients, but they can't say anything about who they are. Well, anyway, one of the one of the cities we represent is being sued, and I think it's for a wrongful death. And I, j- I clicked on the pictures just out of curiosity because you got to you kinda, you have to read the emails to be like, what you know, where do I file this? Do photos? I need to file this? And it was photos from an autopsy report, and it like immediately I was like, Bleh! like it was so bad, dude. I was like, why did I click on this? Somebody, they sh- there should be a, a fucking trigger warning on these. Uh, what what was it? Autopsy photos. No, I know that, but was it like saw where like they're fucking cut open? And, like, uh, yeah, this guy's head had been like split open basically, Ooh. and they like sewed it back together. Uh, it, yeah, it was it was really bad. Yeah, that's that's and, and they're just like a full body shot of him naked on a fucking slab, you know, mm-hmm. dick hanging out, and you're just like, oh, no, sorry. Why does the lawyer need to see that? Um, because somebody's suing the city. I don't know. I can't remember why they're suing the city in connection to this guy dying, but like they're trying to get the city to pay up, and uh, so we're and, and if I remember correctly, I think the the case we're building is it's like this isn't this was not the city's jurisdiction. This was some other somebody mm-hmm. else's fault too. And I don't know, but anyway, yeah. So you don't you don't know like there's all kinds of different reasons someone might try to sue a city. It's usually like a personal injury. <clears throat> like I've seen a couple where it's like a person tripped on a on an uneven sidewalk like slab of concrete and uh, are trying to be like, well, the city should have maintained this and they didn't. And now you owe me money. You know, back to the documentary, cause this kind of pertains to that. <laughs> but like me and you have been over this time and time again, even on those podcasts with the, like uh what is it? Taken in plain sight or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, people need to close their goddamn doors. Yeah. Every single serial killer documentary from that, t- that covers the span of like the late sixties to like the early nineties. They all say the same thing, you know. This is a small town. We didn't. We just didn't have crimes like this. Nobody ever locked their door. And then, like, and then there's always inevitably there's a part where someone's like, "I told my grandma you gotta lock your door," and she said, "I am not gonna live in a city where I have to lock my door." It's like, well, then you're not gonna live because someone's gonna come in your unlocked door and take your life away from you. And that's, and that's ultimately what, what happened. Uh, not once, but five times in this documentary, there was. I think that's the craziest thing about Richard Ramirez is that like he didn't have a MO it seem- seemingly which probably made it even harder to track him down but like the dude would rape and molest little kids and then he would kill like It's like sometimes he killed them sometimes he didn't sometimes he raped them sometimes he didn't you know and like yeah. you said sometimes it was little kids sometimes it was elderly women and like yeah there was no real rhyme or reason Well and like the weirdest like which makes me wonder if it wasn't all him, but like the, the early on, one of his victims, he cut their eyes out, and then he put like the, the pentagram up above them and stuff like that. And then the next string of murders, he, the only thing that was tying them together was the twenty-two, the gun. 
And then eventually he switched to a different gun that was like a, a higher caliber, but had like the red um, the on the casings. And it's like, if it wasn't for that, you would just assume that there was a ton of murderers out there because the the everything is so fucking weird. That's like, also a weird element is that you don't see a lot of serial killers using uh, a gun. handguns. Like the only other one I could think of is um uh the who was the New York the um son of Sam yeah. He was his dog was telling him to kill everybody. That was the lie. He came up that his, his neighbor's dog was like sending him psychic messages to kill people. He was like pretending to be schizophrenic, basically. Yeah. Is that to get a lesser sentence? I yeah. I mean that's why you do that. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where, like, people be like, that's another thing too. Is a lot of this is embellished where the guy's like, she got shot in the key, with the in like the key bounced the bullet off, which is ins- insane that that happened. But um. But I guess not really because it was a twenty two. Twenty twos are really small if you don't know anything about guns. Um, I don't. You've shot twenty twos. Uh, they don't make a lot of noise. I know that. I drive but, a car. But, I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> uh, but uh, then the the cops said the cops quoting the person. I don't know how exact the quote was, but he's like, "Hey, you already shot me once. Just let me go." And then he lets him go. And I'm like, "No, he didn't. No one said that. You know what I mean?" I mean, do you think in the moment you would be uh, of enough sound mind to be like, uh, you already shot me once, like you're trying to be clever? Maybe she made a really good point. She's like, look, save your bullets. You shot me once and it didn't kill me. There's going to be other victims. You'll be fine. (laughs) Like, you be the victim here, you know? I mean, I don't know. I probably wouldn't think of anything. I'd probably be like, ah, shit, I'm dead. I'd probably be like, you know what? Just can you can you just finish, please? (laughs) Like, finish what you start. (laughs) Have some gumption. I think what would happen is you'd be like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Like, it would just be well, yeah. pure panic. You're getting fucking murdered. Yeah, that would probably Like, okay, be. so when you got in a car accident, did you have time to go, I, I just got shot once. Don't shoot me again. Well, I'm not yawning. You're yawning. We talked about this before where I, I, I when the, that first time I got into, like, a major car accident, I kept thinking in my head, I was just like, this is going to be a crazy story to tell once I, once I gain, regain control of the vehicle and drive to work like I'm doing. And then you hit a certain point where you're spinning out, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this is so. This is real. This is really happening. Like, I might just die." When you're, you know what I mean? When you're, when you're in like an event like that, you're, I think your brain's rationalizing, like, "Wow, this is an, an interesting detour that's happening. Can't wait for this to be over." I got a question that the fans have been asking: uh, Which accident was worse? Like, not trauma, tra- like not trauma wise, but like in the moment. I guess that is trauma. But I mean, like, definitely the first one because like I spun was, out on the freeway, the and then you're you're. You're going all of a sudden, like your car gets slammed, and you're you're facing oncoming traffic. And I just remember seeing like three lanes of traffic rushing towards me. Oh man, that's got to be terrifying. Yeah, and then and then also I just blacked out and woke up, and I was like, "What?" Like, like you? How much time passed? I don't know. I mean, probably not that much. But then the second time, when I also got into an extremely bad car accident, I got T-boned going through a, a, a you know four way intersection. And I, ju- I remember listening to a podcast, and I'm just driving, and I'm going, like, maybe, like, less than 20 miles an hour because I went from a full stop. And all of a sudden, I just see, like, it, just like in a movie, you just see, like, a blinding white light, and then you just hear, like, the loudest fucking noise, and then suddenly you're not in control of the car. The car is just, like, it's getting pushed off to the side. And my first thought then was just, like, what did I do wrong? I fucked something up somehow. Like, <laughs> yeah. You and think then, you're at fault. Yeah. Man. Uh, does Okay, so does music stop playing when you get in an accident? Uh, No. I was just wondering, like, you think cars would be like, okay, well, we're going to turn the radio off for you. <laughs> that would be a, a cool feature. I feel like that would ruin uh, a song for you. You're like, Jesse's girl. <laughs> well, I was listening to podcasts both times. Bleeding like, out. So You're, like, dying. You're like, I love this song. 
I mean, it's a good one. Uh, so you get in the accident, you black out. Is are the cops there when you wake up or no? Somebody had to call them. Okay. Times. I was like, hey, if the cops are there, minutes passed. Yeah, true. Well, by the time by the time I like came to some some lady was like walking in my car and she's like, "Hello, are you okay?" And I like I just was like, "What?" And then I got out of the car and then like yeah, all traffic on the freeway had stopped and I like was able to somehow was able to drive my my fucked up car. I was able to drive it onto the side of the it like it still started and everything, which is really? crazy. Yeah, and I parked it on the uh, Jesus side of the road. There. And it was still totaled. Man, that was what like that's got to be eight nine years, years ago. ago. I just realized. What? How soon out of high school was that? That was that was twenty twelve. I was still working for McDonald's at the time. Damn. And then the most recent one was in 2016? Um, 2017, I think. So I'm, I'm about due for another one pretty soon here. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I ride home with you. I'm like, oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> but that's crazy, though. The first thing people always... I, I When I told people, they go, yeah, it always happens close to your house. I'm like, the first one didn't. Yeah, that's not true at all. But that's su- supposedly that's a thing is a lot of people get in accidents near their house. And I'm like, oh yeah, the, the second time it happened, I was like walking distance from the house. I remember, I was, like I said, I was getting ready for bed and you called me out and you were like, it, it was so clear you were in shock still because you, you were just like speed talking, but nothing you were saying was making any sense. And then it wasn't for like a full minute and a half into the conversation. You're like, I got an accident. I was like, oh, okay, I got to get going. Like, Wild stuff. I was going to bring up though, uh, let me check my notes here for... Uh, I was telling somebody about the Winchester Mystery Mansion the other day, uh-huh. and they were like, "Wow, that must have been so scary!" And like, I remember no, the first really. time. Well, yeah, the first time we went, I was like six or seven, and I I don't, I don't remember that that experience. But we did the basic bitch like walkthrough, and there's no ghosts talking. It was more of like, "This is the house," and then um, the I mean, the architecture in and of itself is pretty cool. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, there's the stairways that go to nowhere and shit like that. Lots of rooms that don't have uh, entrances. Like there, there's completed rooms that have no way to get into them. There's just a it's a square. Um, I remember the Kit Kat thing, or it was a Snickers bar. Uh, where like they were like, yeah, they put it out there for the ghost and. All that's that. me, fat ghost. <laughs> but uh, oh, they're like, wow, that sounds terrifying. Because we also did the uh, the ghost one where you had to wear a hard hat. And, like, yeah, we did another one where they take you like through the basement and shit. Mm-hmm. And that one was much less interesting, and you'd think it would be uh, yeah, more exciting. The, as- the if you're gonna go, by the way, the actual basic level tour is the more interesting one because you get kind of the history of the house and like. We never did the nighttime tour though. They they did do yeah. that. Um, I would be down. There's the, the flashlight tours because I because I like them on Facebook, so I see them post every so often. And yeah, they do the the flashlight tours on like Halloween and stuff, where they like take you around in the dark, which would probably be interesting. But I mean, I'm very like staunchly, I just not not anti ghost necessarily, but I just don't I I don't think they're real, and you you can't convince me at this point that they are. So when people are like, "It's a ghost," I'm like, "No, that's not." It's like, "All right, show me, show me, be here now, ghost. Like, where are you? <laughs> be here now." Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree, and um. I well, there's a lot of shit we did as kids. Like again, we brought it up before. We stayed in the room six 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 at uh, Harris Laughlin or whatever. And like you tell people that outside of your vacation, like I would never do that. And I'm like, really? Because I didn't. Everything's fine. Yeah, my memory was we sat in there and watched The Shining on cable. Yeah, because it was near Halloween, and um, I. It's one of those things where like even at the Winchester Mystery Mansion, like I'm six years old. That should be prime time. I'm scared of ghost age, but didn't even occur to me to think that like oh, there's, there's ghosts in here. Well, I was going to say, probably because our parents don't really buy into that type of stuff, but then I remember there was a weird um, phase that Dad went through where he was really into um, 
Ancient X-Files. Aliens. Remember that? He oh. like he's like, yeah, I just I, there, you know, there's some truth to this. That was like his famous phrase. We used to make fun of him before all the time. Like, there's some truth to this. I he, think. Yeah, he loves to say, "I'm starting to wonder," which is his way. Of be, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say something that's completely false, but it's like a theory is gonna pop. I'm starting to wonder if they're raising gas prices again. I'm like, well, no need to wonder. It's true. Or I uh, start believing in gas prices. They they exist. What's his um. You know, I don't want to get political on the podcast, but I got to say, I'm loving this no Fox News lifestyle that we're living. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice that we no longer have to hear about that anymore. The only thing Trump did right in his presidency was was condemn Fox News, and now all boomer Republicans are like anti-Fox, and it's pretty great. Yeah, but they'll just find something even worse. I mean, there's that... One American News. There's that, and then there's also talk that he's going to start his own news station. Which is like heaven. Help I us. think the the left, uh, like Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, I- even Spotify, which is like, what does Trump listen to on Spotify? Um, they all banned him. It's like you can't really start your own news station and and like advertise for it if it's if you can't be on any social media. I feel like Trump probably doesn't listen to music. Yeah, that's a that's a good point because he got, he kind of doesn't seem human in some regard. <laughs> I just I just mean like, like you said, I can't picture him sitting down and being like. I don't even know. I don't even. I can't even make a joke because I'm just like, what? What would he be like? Uh, you know, put on that like Beatles record or something. Like I can't. I can't imagine He's him like, listening put to. Put on Aerosmith. Maybe, maybe <laughs> something like Aerosmith. I could see. Yeah. I f- well, because his heyday was in the '80s, so it's like you got to imagine like Trump loves Motley Crue or something like that. Like he, you know, um, is that okay? This is again. This is political, but not really. Is that Diet Coke button thing true? Yeah, I just saw a thing about that. Where they took um, it out. Yeah, I guess it's it's just a button that they've had over the years, and it could be used for like pretty much anything. And he had a program to someone to bring him a diet coke. Imagine being the intern who's like has to go bring Donald Trump his diet coke. Jesus, what Christ. a nightmare that would be. But what a what a blessing that would be to have a button like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not focusing on the correct part of that story. Really, is it's just like <laughs> if you were <laughs> if you were rich and powerful, wouldn't you also have a diet coke button? But you know what's weird about that though? That's so archaic because your phone is technically a Diet Coke button. You could just text like, uh, "Hey, he's a boomer though." So hey Siri, no way. text Rob, bring me a Diet Coke. Like, he's like, "Right away." Here are your shoes, sir. Like, there's also technically, uh, you can buy a Diet Coke button from Amazon. It doesn't work quite the same, but I mean, Amazon has those those buttons you can order where like you you hit the button and it reorders whatever thing you get. Like, do they still do that? Because that, that was a fad that never really. Yeah, I don't know. We never. I mean. I never got one, so must not have been button. successful, right? I was working for them when they when they introduced those, and like the first thing that pops up is a, a pair of socks, and on the the it, on what it, this is split between two socks. It says, "If you can read this, bring me a diet coke." So lame, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. You know what's weird is the caffeine free, where they have like an orange tint to them. Yeah, they're like gold. Yeah. That's as much as I got to say about that, but that's uh well, the Adventist Church don't they in not church but the ad well them too but they don't like the stimulants. Advi- the Adventist Church runs the Loma Linda Hospital right or they're like somehow they're in uh, Loma Linda is just heavily involved with the Adventist Church. Um, so like yeah, you would see a lot of the caffeine free alternatives in there in that hospital. Yeah, that's, I think that's the only reason they had that delicious soda known as Cactus Cooler. Because there's no caffeine in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Cactus Cooler is pretty dank. Cactus Cooler is a slept-on soda. I was gonna say the most underappreciated like uh, juice soda. Because you know, there's like Big Red, there's uh, Mountain Dew. Uh, 
I guess there's a lot of like where it's like it's more of like a fruity flavor soda. Cactus Cooler is the king. Like uh, Shasta Tiki Punch is amazing. Um, but you said the other day like that's the most sugary. Um, fucking I said um a lot this podcast. I apologize. That's the most sugary soda you could ever drink, and that's 100 percent fact. It's like 250 calories. I mean, I'm sure there there probably is something out there that's more sugary, and it's like because it's designed that way. But yeah, the uh, Shasta. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Mountain Dew is up there. Let me look up most sugary soda. Yeah, uh, Shasta Tiki Punch. That is a that'll wake you up. Called it. Uh, Jesus Christ! Mountain Dew per can has forty six grams of sugar. Nice. Uh, Rockstar Energy Drink per can, it's more, is sixty grams. Uh, Should probably stop drinking this. Probably Cherry Coke is up there too. Jesus, not even close. But Cherry Coke is almost as bad as Mountain Dew. Uh, Monster Energy Drink is 54 grams. What's the word? So McDonald's McCafe Latte only has 15 grams of sugar. So there you go. I keep seeing... <coughs> sorry. I keep seeing... Uh, it's not a COVID cough, I swear. I keep seeing these ads for the buttress pillow. Remember I sent you this where it's like, your face here, and it's just an ass? It's a... Uh, you literally... It's a big, it's an ass pillow, yeah. It's, it's a shaped pillow like shaped ass. like a woman's ass, and it's like wearing joggers, or not joggers, yoga but uh, pants. yoga pants, yeah. I legit put that on my uh, Christmas list uh, for mom because sh- every year they go, please send us a list so we can get you what you want. And like, I yeah, exactly. Like, how do you just have that in your house? And people are like, so do you fuck that or <laughs> like, <laughs> do you fuck the pillow? Or I mean, that would be my first question: is like, so you're fucking that pillow, right? Or if I got you one, would you keep it? Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd give it a shot. I feel like it does. It doesn't really look ergonomical for your neck, though. Looks ergonomical though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that's a good. There's there's the title right by the way. Jergonomical. Jergonomical. You have to spell that. Jergonophical. The problem is now that you've mentioned the buttress pillow, I'm gonna be getting ads for it too. Oh yeah. These uh, Bernie memes have got to stop. It's just in everything. It is weird. I'm not anti-Bernie or those memes, but it's like, come on, pick a new thing. Uh, you know, I think it's it's it, me meme like. Culture is interesting because the first month of a year, uh, which is typically January, is always weird with memes because it's just like, okay, we're into the new year. What's the what's the new the hot new meme? The first meme of twenty twenty one, and I, I just don't think anyone would have expected that it would be Bernie sitting down looking bored. But I've seen every iteration you could possibly imagine of that, and like posted quite a few of them to the point that I'm like, you, you go like, well, I'm contributing to the problem of this yeah, oversaturation, this bad taste kind of the, thing. The meme economy is like. Okay, this meme has lost all funniness because it's every version of it has been done, and you can't really like. What else is there to do with it at this point? The problem is that people are like they'll, they'll like shamefully put. I'm enjoying this too much, and then they'll keep posting more. Well, remember the moth meme from thirty years ago when it was the fucking the moth was obsessed with lights or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you scroll through Facebook, and you're bound to find a couple. I was actually looking at a couple just now myself. This one got me. Where it's Bernie and Metal Gear Solid Bernie. Bernie, you're solid. Okay. Okay. All right. Time so to get serious now. There we go, guys. We're back in it. Sorry. Well, time to time to buckle down and take this seriously. All right. I have uh, two no questions. No more jokes. Two questions for you, Rob. No more jokes in this podcast. We're taking it seriously. Which game show do you think you'd be the best at? Because I know you like to play... Uh... God damn it. Why is Joel calling me? Hold on, hold on we everybody. We're gonna <laughs> occupational therapists, doctors, nurses, and all that. And then she kept telling everybody I was an engineer. And they go, holy shit, you make great money. And I was like, <laughs> no. 
No, I don't. An engineer? Like, you drive a train? Yeah, I'm a conductor. Is there just a fat gap in the recording there? I just glanced at the computer I'll screen. I'll move it back. It's only, it's only 45 seconds. Oh, okay. Um, So I had to explain to them. Are we, are we recording over stuff right now? No. Then what? Are you sure? Because it appears that we are. T- turns out we're fine. Sorry and we're back. That. Time to uh, get serious. No more jokes. You just said something that I happen to agree with. Repeat that. Um, you know it's a terrible ice cream that mom thinks is good? Oh, yeah, Rocky Road? That's no, that's not what you said. Oh, You said banana split. Oh, yeah. What is a banana split? Well, uh, first of all, I fucking hate bananas, so that's not going to be I think it's good. just you just put a banana <laughs> in a fucking dish, and then you put a scoop of chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. It's like how they do that with... You know what's gross? Like when they get split a banana the hot split dog in the middle? Hold, oh, oh, no, you're wrong. That's what? That's cool when they when they slice. That's, coo- that's cool when you get a hot dog and they slice it down the middle. <laughs> no, I, like, I hate that. I like that. Why? I don't know. It's just <laughs> something a little extra. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, it's kind of fun, you know. Hey, you know what's really cool? When they cut a hot dog down the middle. Yeah, viewers, write in and let us know how you feel about let's a hot dog do this sliced like down the middle. I'll take a uh, hot dog science for two hundred. All right, uh, they split it down the middle, and it's really cool. It's because it's kind of like its own little. What is a hot dog? Hot dog. That bun. is correct. They they turn the hot dog itself into like a hot dog bun, and then they put that inside the hot dog bun. Okay, I, I'll agree that it's probably kind of cool if you have chili dog meat in the middle, like you, it's a chili dog. Cause and you know be, I do. It'll sitting it's sitting in the middle, but like, I don't know. It's gross. I don't know. I don't like that. Gross. I mean, what is it? It doesn't. It's two. It's split in two. T O O or T W O? It's T O O cool. It's too cool. I can't like that. Um, I can't help you with that. Well, we used to go to George's when we were kids and our parents would get us yeah, hot dogs. Yeah, I always and they liked that they would split them down the middle. I always thought that was a nice little. It's not a feature. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice little, uh, something, little something extra. They just throw in there for it you. Just, it they just weirds me out. Do I don't know. It reminds me of like the Predator, how their mouth opens. Like, not appealing. Uh, not appealing, unlike bananas. I don't like bananas either. Because uh, bananas are appealing, you know? I had a, a birthday cake when I was seven or eight, and my mom made it out of banana. It was like banana funfetti cake or whatever, and I threw up, and ever since then I've never had a banana. It's quite the grudge. I do like strawberry banana milkshake or um, uh, smoothies, though. You know what? I, I like a banana. I just don't want it mixed with anything else because the banana overpowers, I feel like. I'll I'll eat a fucking banana right now. I don't like banana to. bread. But uh, actually, that's not true. I do. I just don't like when there's like mashed banana in it, which I guess is all of them. But some of them don't have any. It's just the flavor. I also am on the record as not not liking kiwi. I feel like when you mix kiwi strawberry, it's like I'd rather just have the strawberry. Thanks. I think it's because cough medicine has ruined it for you because the kiwi strawberry kind of uh, it it just inherently tastes. Well, no, like I like the taste of, of cough medicine. Tastes like bubble gum. No, bubblegum tastes like cough medicine. So it's no, actually the inverse. Bubblegum flavored cough medicine. Yeah, here. because of the original the original cough syrup that was invented was actually it tasted like bubblegum. No. That's not true. <laughs> when you <laughs> when you go to the pharmacy, they literally have a list of flavors that they can put in your in No, your no, no. That's that's actually so uh modern science is crazy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Modern science is crazy, dude. No, so medicine uh, is actually flavored, and what you're getting now, you're getting like gum and all that. That's that's flavored after like cough syrup. Like you ever had those stripes gums where they like they only taste good for like ten seconds? Yeah, that blueberry muffin at McDonald's is really good. We should talk about that. 
it it's too good. I had that and ice cream. I I'm fucked up on my diet today. Why don't they make a blueberry muffin flavored cough syrup? That is true. We, they did make a blueberry muffin flavored hookah, and it was just yeah, it was pretty good. No, it wasn't. I liked it a lot. It tasted like smoked batter. It was gross. Smoked. Smoked batter. Bat hair. <laughs> yeah. What's something that we like that you fucking can't stand? Besides, like food wise, I guess wise. wings. You don't like wings. Um. Yeah, I just don't really care. <laughs> we just. I don't know. I feel like people have this weird uh, affinity for buffalo wings or just wings in general, and it's just kind of like, yeah, okay. I mean, it's just they're just. It just doesn't do anything for me. It's not exciting to me. It's not a party food the way pizza is, but people try to treat it like it is. That's wrong though, because it's really good, and you get to dip it in ranch. I uh, mean, you get like different sauces on it's it. Fine, I just don't really. What it is is it's it like miniature chicken nuggets. If you get the boneless, and then like you get to dip it in cool sauces. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't really do it for me. <laughs> All right. Every now and again, I, I'm always surprised. Like, yeah, I can go for some wings, and then like ten minutes in, you're like, ah, I didn't want. I don't like wings. Yeah, they just don't really do it for me. You know what I've been craving a lot lately, though, is a chicken alfredo. I haven't had Italian food in a while. I don't really count pizza as that because that's that's its own subgenre to me, but. Well, what didn't you make? No, you made mac and cheese, but out of fancy Italian noodles. I don't think we talked about that. We had a Christmas and Thanksgiving was baller as far as food goes. The spread was on point, that's for sure. Um, what what did you make? You made the mac and cheese with uh, the the fancy Trader Joe's noodles, and then you had the uh, what kind of cheeses did you use? It was a Gruyere. What and, is that? Uh, it's a type of cheese, and. Uh, I had crumbled uh, <laughs> Cheez-Its for the breading instead of, like, panko breadcrumbs. Was, it Our was bitch grandma wouldn't eat it, by the way. Yeah, she wouldn't even give it a shot. She loves mac and cheese, but only craft mac and cheese from the box pre-made. Which is, like, sure, fine, but, you know, rather just... I was trying to make more of, like, a like a pasta-style baked, like, a lasagna type of like mac made and with cheese. Love, yeah. It was fucking good. And I'm unapologetic for how good it was. And then I smoked a brisket. That was... Fantastic. I think Christmas was be- the best brisket I've ever done, though. Yeah, I mean, you seem to have it pretty much figured out now. There was al- almost no trial and error, but every time has been imp- an improvement over the last. You know what's funny, though, is Dad will come to me like, I think next time you do it, I'm like, uh, I'll do it the same because it was perfect. What do you mean, next time? There's nowhere to go but down. So. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Eventually, we're going to have a bad one. And it's going to be a bummer. wasn't a big fan of the pork the other day. What was the pork? I don't know. It was some kind of... Pork chops or something. Did we smoke it? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It just oh, wasn't it was my the pork tenderloin. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Just wasn't it, my favorite. It's just something he buys. The chicken was a little bit botched because I. The problem with the smoker is that you need to plan your day around the smoker, not your day your smoker around the day. The smoker demands a lot of respect. Yeah, because it takes hours to cook these things. You you need to be like on top of when you're ready to eat, like. We did the chicken. The chicken, if you smoke chicken breast or whatever, it's going to take three or four hours if you want to get it done right. You want to do low and slow is the point. But my my father is always like, well, we need to eat at 4 o'clock because I'm 80 years old. Yeah. And he'll be like, let's take, like, for instance, we did, we did the pork belly that one time, right? He, we, did uh, he make pork belly? I'm sorry, not pork belly, pork butt, which is pulled pork. Um, although, although it does not come from the pork's ass, that's just the name of it. It comes from the neck, actually, like shoulder area. Um, 
pork. We made neck. that, and it was still. It needed like another hour and a half. And my dad was like, "Well, we're ready to eat," and he started like fixing all the sides and all that. And then I pulled it off, and it was tough, and I had to hand shred it. It was awful. Still, re- it still tasted really good though. Still haunts me to this day. Uh, it haunts me. I don't like fucking up dinner. I have a weird thing about food that eventually a therapist will come in where like I I get angry when it's wasted. There's a that one. It's a meme video or a fail video or whatever where the guy's like walking up his stairs with a whole bunch of shit from McDonald's and just drops it all and then just kicks the fucking drink away. Oh, it's dude, like, that hurts my soul. It's just like, well, there goes like 30 bucks at least of McDonald's food that you just And that's uh, You're missing one thing, though. That goes 30 minutes of his time. Yeah, was the there's an investment there. You had to drive to McDonald's and get all that. like. And But based on the amount of um, like drinks he had, like he fucking... He's getting food for a lot of people. Yeah, that's the other thing too. People were certain were you know definitely waiting on that food to show up, and it's like, oh, well, there it goes. And the worst part about that is that's not the only one. I've seen that exact scenario like fifteen different times, where it's like a dad walking up with groceries with fast food and just slips on this like this first step of his porch or whatever. Then they pretty uh, funny. She'd happen to somebody else though. Yeah. Yeah, it's never happened to me though. I've never fallen on my way into the house. I don't know what that is. I think it's like the East Coast. There's like icy shit like it's imagine living on the east coast dude i am so glad we don't have to deal with that there she is um but yeah i put put some of those on on mute i want to see those while we're talking what people slipping and falling uh like fast food fails slips trips and falls hey siri no just kidding Hey Daryl. So, all right, to our listeners, uh, we're gonna watch some videos now. <laughs> you just are just we done? Sit there patiently while we watch these videos real fast, and then uh, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, we could fill another ten um, minutes here. Yeah. What do you got, dude? What do you have to bring to the table today? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing much going on. Quarantine. Were you in a bad mood when you left? Quarantine still. Uh, no. What today? Yeah. Yeah, I was really upset, and I'd like to talk about it on the podcast. No, I don't. I knew you weren't. I'm <laughs> just asking because Dad comes into our room, like my room, after you uh, leave, and he's like, "What's up with Rob?" And I was like, uh, "I think he's going to get a haircut or something." He's like, "Oh, well, he seems like he's really upset. Life's got him down or something." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Um. No. So I'm working on trying to write a novel right now, and I'm. About eighty thousand words into it, and I think like a hundred and twenty is. How does about it feel to know that Dad will never read that novel? Uh, Not because he won't; it's because he can't. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but you know, I hit a point where I'm like, I gotta, I need to uh, print this out and kind of do some revisioning before I yeah. move forward because. Can I cut you off? Shit changes, you know, when you're writing. Is that considered a manuscript? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I scolded Dad. He's like, "Is he is he printing one of his manuscripts?" And I was like, "I'm pretty sure it's just a script, dude." Oh no, this is an actual novel that I'm working on. Okay, well then he then he was right, but I'm not going <laughs> to apologize to him. C- continue. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you just you know the more sometimes when you're writing something and it's long like that, like you start to change stuff in the middle of writing it, and you realize like, oh, I need to go fix some stuff earlier on, and it just yeah, I don't know. So I needed to print it out and kind of like rework some stuff, and so. That it that's like forty pages basically, and it's like, well, I don't want to print it out on our home printer. I don't, you know, use up all the paper and, and any. Yeah, you'd ruin his day if you did that. So, it cost me five bucks to print out forty pages, which really pissed me off. It's a lot of money for to print paper, and um, 
I went to Kinko's to deal, deal with that. And as I'm leaving, Dad's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm going to Kinko's. I need to print out a thing here. And he's like, well, why don't you just go with Mom and Joel? Because they went to go somewhere. And I was like, because I, I didn't want to. And he's like, oh, okay, sorry. And I'm like, no no reason to be sorry. And I just laughed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's one of those things where I knew when he asked me, like, there's no easy way to explain that I'm about to do, like, some nerd shit. Like, yeah, I need to go to Kinko's and print this out and take a red pen to it and kind of, like, you know, figure out what I'm going to do with this story I'm working on. So I'm just kind of like, you try to keep it vague. Like, yeah, I'm just going to Kinko's. And then it's just like, well, why, why didn't you just uh, hitch a ride with your mom and blah, blah, blah? It's like, because that's not, because it wasn't my plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I that, I'm, I wasn't mad, but like, I will say this. I do get upset when you're like trying to do something and someone's like, what are you doing? Well, why don't you do it oh like this? God, and it's like, yeah. I just leave me to my own devices, please. Like, like the, uh, so I got a call at 6 a.m. today from my boss to, to go into. Yeah, I slept until noon, so. Yeah, to go into work and. I got up and just put my uniform on, and there was, like, a fire alarm going off or something. But uh, as I'm getting ready, and I'm like, please don't wake up. Please don't wake up. Because my dad does not sleep in a bed. He sleeps on the couch uh, or a chair. And he hears, the like, the, the noise of keys touching, wakes him up, and he goes, take it off? Yeah. It's the first thing he always says. And he goes, take it off? Where are you going? You going to work? And I said, yeah, I got to go to work for a little bit. What happened? <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time to sit here and explain things to you. There's no time to explain. And then he texted me like 10 minutes while I'm on the road to work. What, what's going on? It's like, I. There's nothing worse than when you, you're like already mad that you're having to do something and then someone's like, what are you doing? You know what it is? It's like, you want to be like, dude, get a hobby. Like, <laughs> you have nothing going on. You're trying to live vicariously through everyone else in the house and like, fucking take up some kind of interest. Oh my God. Well, while we're already at it, let's talk about he, We keep trying to tell him to go to a chiropractor because his neck is all locked up and all that. And he'll just sit there and rub it all day long with his thumbs. And then every, every now and again, I'll walk by. He goes, oh, it just popped. It, I got a really good one. It's a re- It was, oh, it was a good pop. I mean, as someone who appreciates And I, every time I go, you know what? A, a chiropractor would be able to really get a good pop out of that. He's like, oh, I think I got it, though. I mean, I, I'm happy for him. I, I, I like a good, you know, when you get a little crack, snap crack. Nah, dude, pop. his shit is fucked up. They, they went videos? and spayed, they, they spayed, they went and spent the night at a hotel uh, casino thing, and the bed, quote unquote, fucked his back up beyond repair, and it's like, no, you sleep in a chair upright, and then you slept in a bed, the bed aggravated it because your back's already it fucked up. It must be a nightmare to be so old that, like, you just know if you if you go to a hotel and sleep on one of their beds, you're just going to be fucked for, like, a week. Well, apparently it was, like, a an anxiety thing for him because he had requested, like, a really firm mattress, like, a week in advance, and they're like, sure, and they just gave him the softest one possible. Well, yeah, of course. They don't give a fuck. They're like, yeah, sure, we got we got you. You're good. Yeah. It's so... <laughs> I was going to say, uh, chiropractor videos are a weird rabbit hole to fall down on uh, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, but, like, something about it. I don't know. I can't I can't really watch, like, pimple-popping videos. Those gross me out too much, but, like, seeing somebody get their neck cracked real fucking good, that's, there's, there's uh, talk about living vicariously. That's something I enjoy. I went to a chiropractor recently and was making small talk, and, uh, like... More like small uh, cock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got one. Uh... <laughs> Me and Sarah went, and I already got my neck adjusted and all that. Then he's adjusting her, and I was, like, talking to him. A couple's chiropractor? It just happened to work out that (laughs) way. Uh, And I was like, so how do you feel about, like, the sudden popularity of, like, chiropractors? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, "Uh, you don't know? Like, all you can find on YouTube or Instagram is, like, neck cracking videos. People are obsessed with, you know, getting their backs cracked. Yeah, they call them crack addicts. Like, literally, there's one of the the guys 
that hosts a YouTube channel. Like, he has oh, the, the weirdest crack voice. They're gonna love that one. He yeah. called the ring dinger too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real ring dinger. <laughs> <laughs> like and then, well, he'll, he'll, it's always with really fat people. By the way, they're like they're on their their stomach or whatever, and because their backs are probably more fucked up with all the weight. But he like leans down, he's like, "Oh, the crack acts are gonna love this one," and he goes like, "He's like, ooh, that's a real ring dinger." And also, those are like really like uncomfortable when because it's always attractive women, and they're like just grabbing all of their ass. Oh yeah, just getting a fistful of cheek and just being like, "Yeah, let me let me, let me touch your crack here." He's like, "Yeah, we got your L2 and I'm going to twist this over here and it's like, "Hey, nothing in your ass bones pops. So move your hand up to the hip, you know?" What I mean? Well, see, what you do is you got to grab it like a bowling ball and uh put your thumb in and then <laughs> then that's how you get the, <laughs> the best crack. Well, it's a literal ass crack, so yeah. you get a good crack down there. But yeah. What can you do? What's it? But the thing is that that um, like that's like one out of a hundred patients that like is has like that, like that physique and that figure and all that. Every time I've ever gone to a chiropractor, I'm the most in shape person in the room. Well, yeah, it's people with fucked up backs that need that yeah. need to crack, not like young women with yoga pants on. Also, dude, can you imagine having to go? First of all, Dad's going to the same chiropractor, the place that we went to. And I'm like, I told Mom was like, he's gonna hate it, and she's like, Why? I go. Because it's really busy, and aside from the room that you get adjusted in, they the like the the um, spine stretching area and like the electro stimulant area, or whatever is like a big open area, and like there's people sitting waiting in chairs to use the shit, and they're all watching you use the shit, so it's uncomfortable as fuck, and they they put you on your back. <laughs> so you should just lay down like, oh, it's so good, it feels <laughs> so good. Like, <laughs> like you're on your back, and this thing does like this wave motion on your spine, and it decompresses it. Like, yeah, and it's like you, but like you know, if you drive over a bump, that goes ah. Oh yeah. Hey, so can you imagine man. him on the spinal decompression thing in a room full of people? They used to. Um, my back. Ah, ah, like that's what it's gonna be. My neck, my back, my, my pussy, my, my crack. My crack. Uh, yeah, I used to have to drive to his chiropractor appointments back in the day, and uh, there was this machine that like it, the spinal decompression thing, where it like it like. Like pulls you apart you? basically like a yeah. fucking piece of taffy and then there's just like a tv built into it so you can watch netflix while you're getting stretched i'm like oh i might like try and do that get stretched how long do you have to sit there uh he did it for like a, an hour every time so. oh damn he's like uh netflix put on bullshit dumb uh, stupid stargate sg1 he has been rewatching that show and it's uh it's it is so boring not not a good one uh, yeah, that's one of those boring sci-fi shows like fucking uh, Star Trek where it's just like, where's the the laser swords, man? Every time someone brings up Star Trek, I'm always like, maybe I'll give it a shot. And then like I, I'll watch like an ad for like, for instance, there's a channel called like H&I. It's like Heroes and Icons. And they play, it's where dad watches all of his westerns. But uh, they also have Jag, which is like, I can't think of a more boring show than Jag. Oh, yeah. Like the, the intro lies to you because it's like you got jets flying over on like a naval thing and it's just a military law like show. And then. They have something called uh, All Star, uh, All Star, All Star, uh, Star Trek All Stars or something like that, where they play every good episode of Star Trek. And like Dad was watching one, and I was like, "This is boring as fuck." I mean, Tarantino loves Star Trek, but like, and usually that would be enough. So for does me the to be Red like, Letter Media people. So does Bobby Lee. Like people I like yeah, love Star Trek, Hometown, and I keep waiting to get it. Yeah, no, so I mean, I haven't attempted to watch it, but yeah, I just have no interest in it. Some it, things I just resign myself to, like, yeah, I'm never gonna care about that. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I barely cared about Star Wars, so it's like I have no problem not caring about Star Trek. People talk a lot of game about uh, about Star Galactica too, and it just doesn't look. 
It looks awful, first of all. I, I can't watch any show with that like weird 2001 sci-fi uh, graphics aesthetic. There's definitely, yeah, there's like a... a it looks like the PlayStation 1 like startup menu It's too graphics. colorful. That era of like TV from the early, early aughts, like the post-lost era of TV shows. Oh, man. TV sucked back then. TV sucks now. I don't know. I mean, Queen's Gambit was cool. Fargo. Yeah. But that's like a that's a mini series. It's not really like a seasonal show. Uh, Fargo is a seasonal show, but like every one is a mini series. Curb Your Enthusiasm is pretty. Whenever, whenever I was talking more about like serious dramatic shows, like Lost kind of thing, or I get Breaking Bad was like the last decent show. I, I guess Better Call Saul is good. I haven't seen that yet. I need to watch that. I keep hearing it gets really good. Stranger Things is a show we talked about where it's like. I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't call myself like f- like a fanatic, but it's like when a new season comes out, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll watch that, and then I watch you know it, why? and then like, you're immediately hoping it'll be as good as the it. first one. Well, even the first one, I wouldn't want to rewatch. I'm just curious where it's going at this point, but not enough to be like super invested. Like, I'll probably forget to, and then just not finish the new season. But I am kind of curious. You know what I mean? When it's kind of like Marvel movies, out? where it's like I'm not that excited about Marvel movies anymore, but I am just enough to be like, yeah, I'll check it out. You know, I'm more interested in seeing. Like the new DC shit. At some point, I'm gonna have to watch fucking Mandalorian. I don't know. It sounds interesting. I just, I don't know. Star Wars. You, you know, you get burnt out. It's it's funny if you listen to some of our very old episodes, circa 2015. Oh, don't. We uh, were yeah. so hyped on uh, Force Awakens and talked about how great it was. And I still think, at least from my memories, I remember enjoying that movie. But it just uh, knowing how they just don't wrap anything up and it, it all just it sucks. I don't know. It's a waste of time. Have nothing, nothing you, I you hate to add to more the Star Wars conversation, really. What'd you say? Huh? I said there's nothing I hate more than wasting my time. Which, th- that new trilogy, that's all it did. Also, I hate the love for Rogue One. The movie sucks. Uh, yeah, it's it's got one good scene in it, and people are like... it's. You watch that movie, and you're just waiting for Darth Vader the entire time. You're like, oh yeah, there's that one scene, though. Everything's really formulaic. Like, remember Jacob, uh, who's off mic, we put on the new Resident Evil demo, and I said, just skip to the end of it, because that's all you're doing, is you're watching seven minutes of boring-ass gameplay, ultimately for them to cut to 30 seconds of something interesting happening. I mean, that's life is kind of like that. That's every, every fucking Netflix show. That's why I loved Queen's Gamut. There was never, at the end of every episode, it never did, like, a cliffhanger thing. Where if you ever watched Stranger Things, every episode is really boring up until the last five minutes, and they're like, uh-oh, somebody's in danger. That's kind of how uh, Lost was back in the day. Where I think it's like they literally—they they were the ones that popularized. You that. could literally just like skip to the end of the episode, and that's all you really needed to watch. Same thing with Game of Thrones. That that show was really bad about that, where it was like an hour of them, like it would cut to this part of the the world, and then this part, and then it's, oh, it's the little, it's the uh, little person guy. He's gonna say something clever, and he's like, they don't. I, I drink and I know things. That's a cringe line. And then at the end of the episode, one of the main characters gets their head cut off, and you're like. Then the next episode is 55 minutes of them like, wow, that guy's dead. And then somebody else dies. Yeah. Um, I'm so Nobody talks about that show anymore. It's awesome. Well, the, now there's a, a prequel series or something that's they're working on. I just saw an article about that recently. It's like, yeah, I think the that moment in time is gone. People are kind of done. The, the Walking Dead is another show I don't really hear people talk about anymore, but it used to be that was like the number one show on TV for forever. 
it must make enough money for them to keep funding it because they're doing a movie and like people are still watching it apparently. Well, and there's always that thing where people are just like, oh, I only watch it because you know I've been watching it for so long, so I might as well just keep watching it. And it's like, well, that's a terrible way to live life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when something sucks, I pull out immediately. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week, or the week, or the week after. I don't know.